Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Judy Chase, who will be sharing her son's journey with us. This episode is brought to you by Minnesota Functional Neurology, a Minneapolis-based clinic staffed by a caring and progressive team of functional neurologists who are experienced in treating post-concussion rehabilitation, chronic pain, dizziness, whiplash, and migraines. They are the concussion doctors you can trust for comprehensive brain health in the Twin Cities. They've greatly helped me and many others. Find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. Hello again, everyone. I'm Amy Zelmer, and you're listening to The Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not be familiar with me, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I am a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, and I volunteer on the Brain Injury Association of America's Advisory Council. And I recently released my second book, Surviving Brain Injury, Stories of Strength and Inspiration. You can learn more about me at facesoftbi.com, and you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. So today on the show, I have Judy Chase, and Judy is a mother of an elite snowboarder that survived several traumatic brain injuries. Her son, Matt, was a sponsored snowboarder and a national champion for USASA and PBRJ. He took second place in the Revolution Tour just behind the Olympic alternative for Sean White. Matt was on his way to becoming a professional snowboarder when his dream came to a crashing halt. With a series of brain injuries, Matt found himself giving up his snowboard for a dark, quiet room confined to his bed with migraine. Welcome to the show, Judy. That's an all-too-familiar story. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me, Amy. Absolutely. So, Judy, why don't you just kind of share with our listeners, um, you know, Matt's story. And and you say he had several traumatic brain injuries, um, but it sounds like that final one really took him out of the game. So why don't you kind of give us a little background and history? Yeah, it all started in March of 2014 when Matt was at a national championship at Copper Mountain, Colorado, and he was in a competition um, it was called a rail jam competition where you go off jumps and land on rails. And uh, he went off this one jump, landed on a rail and slipped and fell 15 feet onto his face. And it was actually on his forehead, the frontal lobe cortex. And he uh, was unconscious for about 30 seconds and came home from that competition. And um, his migraines started the next day and he was sensitive to light and sound, and uh, we had to take him out of school for two months. And uh, anything that stimulated his brain increased his migraines. So it was a really tough two months. And so from there, we went to a concussion clinic in, in Minneapolis, and uh, the doctor suggested putting Matt on a medication for his migraine pain. And at the time, uh, you know, we didn't know any other alternatives, and we thought, okay, let's give this a try. And, and at the time, we didn't know that the medication that was prescribed to him was a last resort medication. 
it's a very dangerous medication um, with um, really dramatic withdrawal symptoms when you decide to go off of it. It was called amitriptyline. But we went on it. We had him go on it, and uh, that seemed to help maybe for the first couple weeks. And then migraines came back, and eventually they uh, went away. And um, then uh, in the summertime um, in June, he was doing a lot better, and he decided to go uh, take this camp counselor position um, at Wendell Snowboarding Camp in Mount Hood, Mount Hood, Oregon. He was really excited about that, and he was going down the hill while he was at this camp um, and doing a routine routine trick, and he was surprised he fell. He felt really uncoordinated and got another concussion. And uh, in retrospect, we realized that once you get one concussion, you you really lose your balance and coordination. And if we would have found the right treatment after that first concussion, possibly the second concussion wouldn't have happened. But we didn't know that. And um, he fell on his forehead again, and he left the camp and came home. And um, for three weeks, he had daily migraines and um, sensitive to light and sound. And and then he, following that migraine, he you know, inter, following that concussion, intermittently he had migraines and. Um, he went on to college in the fall at Westminster in Utah. On a, um, was on a snowboard team. It was his freshman year of college, and um, he was training at Park City. This was in December of 2014, and he went off a huge slope-style jump. It was like 50 feet uh, in the, you know, 50 feet off the ground, and he fell from that jump onto his forehead again. And uh, he came home from school in December and he had migraines uh, for surprisingly only two weeks and light and sound sensitivity and he he started getting better. Um, But what the strangest thing is those were pretty major concussions, but where it really took a turn for the worse was the following fall. And uh, he was, he was having uh, periodic migraines and, you know, because the, the migraines were lingering, I thought, you know, maybe I should find another doctor and I, I just thought there has to be another doctor that can get to the root of the brain injury. So I brought him to another concussion clinic in Minneapolis, and um, and that doctor's perspective was, okay, he still has lingering migraines. We need to double his medication because we need to break the cycle of, of migraines. And we were listening to the doctor, and we thought, okay, you know, we didn't know any other answer. So we sent him off to college. His migraine was a uh, migraine medication that was uh, doubled, and he was moving into his dorm room and he bumped his head on the the bunk bed, and he Ugh. his migraines set in again. <laughs> so um, we brought him home. He didn't start school that fall, and and took him back to that doctor, and uh, and she they wanted to actually put him on more medication, which we refused, and. They wanted to put him on a Depakote, which is an um, anti-seizure medication, and steroids. And he wasn't having seizures, but all those, they said, that helped with migraines. But thankfully, we just said no to that. And But they did start um, um, eye therapy with him. And so we thought, okay, this is different, something we haven't done yet. Um, but actually, that eye therapy, these vision exercises he was doing, actually doubled the intensity of his migraines. <clears throat> so we thought, okay something's going on here and uh so it was uh at that point in time I just got to a real breaking point as a mom I 
got on my knees and I was just like, hey, Lord, what are we missing here? And it was amazing because within one week, three different people um, contacted us. So we met this one couple of all places at the airport, and they told us about this clinic, Minnesota Functional Neurology, and how their son went and, and saw Dr. Schmo for his concussion. And then my mother-in-law called me that same week and said, I have a friend that went to see Dr. Schmo. And then a friend of ours called my husband and was like, I have a friend that went to Dr. Schmo. So we're like, okay, we're going to go see Dr. Schmo. <laughs> so that is, it was a that sign. is how we got. Yeah, yeah. And I just, um, so I'm excited to tell the story because um, in our journey up to this point, you know, things just kept getting worse and worse. And there was one point in time where I, I thought, is this ever going to get better? And I just want yeah. people to know that that is tuning in to know that there is a way out. There, um, there is treatment that actually heals the root cause of a brain injury and not just treating the symptoms. You know, and so. I, I want to back up a little bit to a few things that you said. You talked about how, um, I can't remember if you said it was his first injury, but his balance was impaired. And had he not continued, it probably wouldn't have gotten as bad as it had. I think that's a key point for any athlete. Um, you might feel fine. You might not have a headache. You might have any, not have any cognitive problems. But if your balance is impaired, it's really hard to get back out in whatever sport it is that you're doing because now you've increased your risk of getting another concussion, right? So right. I think that's a really important point. Yes, I agree. I agree. And we, we later learned that if you, you know, even if it's a, you know, some of these athletes will get a minor concussion. If you, were, if you actually heal and do therapies of what's really causing these symptoms for the concussion, um, the area of your, your brain that um, has a deficit because of the concussion, if you actually get to the root issue, you can then not have those coordination issues. And it'd be, it would be great if, if Matt was, you know, do, still snowboarding. He's no longer snowboarding, but it would be great if he still was and could be doing that. So, but yeah, so we um, landed at Minnesota Functional Neurology and uh, we um, met Dr. Schmo and uh, he explained to us that um, that he needed to see how well Matt's brain was function, functioning and he needed to find the neurological pathways that had been damaged and then he would develop therapies to stimulate those pathways with the goal of brain stability and plasticity. And we were pretty much blown away by all of the different diagnostic testing that he had in his clinic and all the different elements that he tested Matt on because we, at the other previous two clinics we were at, they were the well-known concussion clinics in Minneapolis and um, they did not have nearly close to the type of diagnostic, diagnostic testing that Dr. Schmo does in his clinic. And they tested him on balance, gait, heart rate, and blood pressure, visual eye tracking, quick eye movements, vestibular reflexes, motor coordination, reaction time, cognitive processing, auditory integration, structural integrity. And I might even be missing a few, but it just the list goes on and on <laughs> of the different elements that, yeah. that he's examined on. And not only that, they, um, Dr. Schmo also looks at his 
structural and uh, structural system and his metabolic system, and uh, and did some lab work for um, for Matt and uh, looked at his GI system and we found out that he was really inflamed um, and had a possible infection in his intestines and which was actually aggravating um, his GI system and probably contributing to his migraines and. It was Dr. Schmo that also told us that the medication he was on was um, most likely contributing to the inflammation as well. And obviously it wasn't helping with the actual migraines. So at that point in time, it was what was the purpose for being on that medication if it wasn't helping and it was actually hurting him. You know, and I would assume, Matt, initial exam was similar to mine. Like, it was like two hours long, my initial exam. Um, You know, Dr. Schmo really, I mean, he checked everything with me. Um, And I would assume Matt's is probably similar. Like, he's extremely thorough. And, you know, the way he explains how there's so many different components of your brain, and depending on where you hurt your brain as to what therapy he needs to do first you know like for me my eyes were definitely my problem and so it was a matter of getting my eyes working and then we started working on other systems Um, and so I'm sure your experience with Matt was very similar um, in that regard yeah exactly yeah Dr. Schmoll he um, after the after he did the uh, comprehensive test he explained that um, Matt's greatest uh, system that um, that was most compromised was his breathing mechanics. Um, his breathing mechanics weren't work, oh, working correctly, and yeah, and he um, when he would go from uh, sitting to standing, his blood pressure there'd be quite a difference in blood pressure, and uh, and he did have some vestibular issues, and also. Um, um, autonomic nervous system um, movement of his eyes and he but what's interesting is um, Dr. Schmo explained to me because we told him we said we've already done uh, vision exercises and that just increases Matt's migraines and he explained to us that the problem with just focusing on eyes only is that if there's other systems that are being compromised that have deficits due to the concussion that those all need to be um, looked at at the same time. And possibly one needs to be, mm-hmm. like Matt needed to have his breathing mechanics fixed before he worked on uh, the vestibular system with the vision. And he said that's why he got such incredible migraines was because they were focusing on the on the eyes first. So what he did with Matt is um, was really interesting. There's this tilt table that he has in his office. It's a device that slowly... Uh, move Matt's body posture up and down while measuring his heart rate. And he would bring it up to a certain point, but just make sure he didn't go too far. That would cause, you know, too great of an increase in his heart rate. And over several, uh, a couple weeks of doing that, he actually got to the point where he could regulate Matt's heart rate from standing to sitting and, and corrected um, the irregularity in it. So, and once he did that, then he was able to move on to the um, the next system and the vestibular system, and he started working with him um, with eye exercises. And and throughout this whole throughout the whole therapy, um, 
over the course of four weeks. He he worked with Matt um, on complex movement patterns. He'd have Matt do these um, figure eights with his hands and his legs, and he even had Matt do these um, at-home exercises with a hockey stick, which was kind of like doing the same thing with making uh, – um, figure eights, but with your with his hockey stick, and so that was really interesting to do that. And had him do this Dynavision board in his office, um, this light up board that helps with your reaction time and your coordination. And so there were um, a lots of different um, exercises that and therapies that Matt ended up doing to help those different systems. And and what Dr. Schmo kept telling us is that the key is to get all these systems in your brain to be working together. And what really creates a problem is when one system is out of balance, it causes other systems also to be out of balance. So that was his focus. And um, and I just think it's so wise of Dr. Schmo to what he does when he develops a plan is it's so uh, individual according to the different deficits of, of people's nervous system and, and brain injuries. Mm-hmm. And so for one person, it may be, um, they may start with a vestibular system. Another person, it may be um, so something key. else. And I think that's something else. Yeah, I think that's so key. It's like, you know, one of, one of the presentations in the summit, they, they talked about how no two brain injuries are alike, no two recoveries are alike. No two treatment plans are alike. And so often, like when you go to vision therapy or you go to PT um, or you go to vestibular therapy, it's just a cookie-cutter program. I mean, they might modify you know, a little bit to the patient, but overall it's a cookie-cutter cookie cutter program. And you really do need an individualized plan. You know, like I said, with me, we had to get my eyes under control first. With Matt, it was getting his breathing and his autonomic system under control first. And I know Jeremy also explained to me, because I was set to go to vision therapy. I had done all the testing and everything, and and then I was um, trying to come up with the finance thing. And then that's when I found Jeremy, and I'm glad I found him when I did, because he's like, vision therapy blasts you for 45 to 60 minutes at a time, three to four days a week. And when I first started working with Jeremy, we would do like – one minute of eye exercises and I was like done. I can't imagine having done 45 minutes um, you know and so it was like go home and do these exercises three, four, five times a day for two minutes um, because when you blast them when you push them beyond their level of, with a brain injury you know, if you push them beyond their level of comfort, or not even comfort is not the right word, I can't get the they're, we put them past their limitations. You're no longer being effective. So exactly, for me, it was like yep. one minute was all I could handle. Right, right. No, that's that was the same with Matt too. And so and with time, about meds um, improved. What was that? I'm sorry. What you, was t- the you started. You were talking about meds earlier and how they wanted to yeah. put Matt on different medications. You were talking yeah, earlier about meds. Mm-hmm. And after um, after uh, Dr. Schmo's therapies, like around the fourth week, Matt was retested and you know scored perfect neurologically. But Dr. Schmo said, you know what, Matt 
he's scoring perfect neurologically, but he's still way out of balance metabolically with his nutrition. And he was, at that point in time, he was already on, uh, Dr. Shmo had already put him on um, uh, a nutrition plan. He was on a, a diet similar to the paleo diet and, uh, and he was on brain-based supplements and that was helping, but um, it was this medication that was really still causing Matt's system to be inflamed and, and Matt still had some migraines and, uh, and it was possibly due to the actual medication that the you know, original doctor we went to thought it would remove his migraines. And so at that point in time, uh, Dr. Schmo, um, uh, referred us to a doctor to help us titrate down off that medication because we were trying to have them titrate off the me- medication on our own, but it was causing severe side effects. It was causing depression and anxiety when we just go down a little dose. So we ended up, uh, we landed in uh, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Bush's office at Natural Medi- Medicine of Stillwater, and he uh, he, since concussions and medications can decrease your neurotransmitter levels, um, he made sure these levels were raised up to a normal level before Matt began to titrate off this medication. And it was a really slow process of titrating off. And, uh, and once we, you know, came up with this plan um, and Matt started the process of titrating off, his um, symptoms started to disappear and, uh, and now Matt is symptom-free. He has no migraines. Um, he's back at college. He's enjoying life. And he's also learned a lot of life lessons and skills through this. Um, he's actually still eating really well as a college student, which is awesome. Yeah. And, um, and learning, he's really learned to take care of his body. And, uh, and I'm so thankful for the, the, for the foresight and knowledge of Dr. Schmo that he correctly diagnosed Matt's root problem of, of, neuro, neuro, of his neurological deficits in several areas of his brain, along yes. with his inflamed met- metabolic system, because it's a it's a two way street, and um, Matt definitely had issues on both sides. And when you have an inflamed inflamed gut, you're going to have an inflamed brain, and vice versa. You're, once you have an inflamed brain, it does affect your gut. So Dr. Schmo attacked both areas, and um, and I just feel like through this process, you know a health principle that I will always hang on to is the fastest way to recovery is by treating the root cause of your injury, not just treating, trying to treat your symptoms. We learned that the hard way. Absolutely. But that's a, a principle that we all need to remember. And I, I guess one thing I would definitely, and you know, I, I talk about meds a Go ahead. Oh. Um, yeah, I, one thing I would add in the an element in the healing is for Matt, and I, I believe this is true for all of us, is the um, that our mind matters in healing and how what we think impacts how we feel and you are what you think. And um, with Matt uh, dealing with this inflamed uh, metabolic system, um, uh, his neurotransmitters were off. Neurotransmitters are the feel good hormones, um, the serotonin and dopamine. And 
when those are off and they make you feel depressed, it impacts how you think and in turn will impact how you feel. And in this process of Matt healing and getting better, he came to a point where he told me one day, he says, Mom, I'm no longer going to fear my pain. I'm going to start to enjoy life, even if I have to fake it. And that was when he was still having his migraines. And I, as a mom and a caretaker, I was just like, wow, you know, I need to have that same attitude because I, you know, I found myself always asking him, so how do you feel today? How do you feel today? And I'm sure that over time can, you know, almost feed the fear of pain. And so, you know, for him and for our whole family, we realized that we just really, through this whole process, we need to stay positive because it impacts the physical. Absolutely. I, you know, and if you have this attitude of, oh, this sucks, I'm never going to get better, you're not going to get better. I mean, you're just not. Where if you have an attitude of, okay, you know, I, I reached a point where I didn't, I didn't think I, I could improve anymore, and I had come to an acceptance of that. I was like, okay, this is where I'm at, and I'm just going to have to embrace this. And that's when I actually started getting better, was <laughs> once I accepted what had happened to me and um, just shifted my attitude of, okay, this is, this is okay, you know. So the attitude really can be a driving force. So do you have any yes. final words of wisdom for us? You know, I, I find it kind of fascinating that he had however many concussions, brain injuries, snowboarding, and it was his little, essentially a little bump to the head on his bunk bed, and that's what really sent him over the edge. And I think that's important to understand. Um, it's that repetitive hit. And, you know, once you've injured your brain, it doesn't take much to do further damage to it. So I think that that's important for athletes to understand, and that's why we don't want them getting back on the field right away if they do hurt themselves. Um, so do you have any final thoughts on that, Judy? Well, I just think, you know, it's, when it's not treated, a concussion, it's almost it's like a cumulative effect, and and those concussions just keep building on each other and just – makes that inflammation in the brain, you know, larger and larger. And I'm not sure if that's how you'd medically describe it, but, um, yeah, it's like a, um, it's a compounding effect. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I just, I just want hope to go out to those that are listening. Um, and, you know, sometimes we wonder why we go through the things that we do. And I always believe there's a reason for it. And, and what's really quite cool is that um, I'm actually working for uh, Minnesota Functional Neurology now for Dr. Schmo. I'm, um, I'm his patient advocate and office manager. And, and so it's really fun because I have my son's story that I can share, but I am starting to see all these stories, success stories, come out of Minnesota Functional Neurology. And I just love to see, I love to encourage and give hope to patients and empower mm-hmm. them to attain full recovery from their brain injury and, and don't, don't stop short. You know, sometimes people will say, you know, well, it's just as long as I get 20% better or 40% better, but 
why not get, yeah. get all the way better? And I just encourage people to to find to to find a doctor like Dr. Schmoll, um, and you can go to his website mnfunctionalneurology.com, and there's a link to an 18-page ebook on how to find the best concussion and rehab care. Mm-hmm. And um, and so find find help from a doctor that will point you in the right direction that um, finds the source of the problem and not just treat the symptoms. And just remember there's a way out and there is hope. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Judy. I appreciate you taking the time to share yours and Matt's story. And I thank you all for listening. I hope you that, that you enjoyed today's show. And a big thanks again to our sponsor, Minnesota Functional Neurology, the concussion doctors you can trust for comprehensive brain health in Minnesota. You can find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. And be sure to visit basesoftbi.com to listen to previous podcasts and see upcoming topics. And again, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for being a part of my journey, and I will see you all again next time. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.